My name's Mariah, and my favorite tarot card is the Hermit. Really? I think it was forced upon me. <laughs> my name's Kinsey, and I go to bed every night with a bee lamp. <laughs> and it just soothes me. The Minecraft mm. one. I was going to say my favorite Genshin character, but I was like, that's kind of lame, and Genshin's not my thing, so I still really prefer him. I guess I'll have to say it first, but you can say it eventually. Yeah, eventually. She can get permission, everyone. You too, Kaylin. Eventually, yeah. Eventually. Or I'll be like, Toma. Or one it's week, actually one week all we time. could just start it off. Actually, all time. I like all time, because it's kind of like how we didn't know how to pronounce yeah. it at the time. Yeah, yeah I, I, I like saying all time. It's funny. <laughs> all right, Mariah. What are you showing us this week? Uh, this week, I'm showing Skate the Infinity. <laughs> also known as just Skate. <laughs> SK8. It's K8, uh, <laughs> infinity symbol. Yeah, Caitlin, can you play that for me real quick? Yeah. Um, okay. This is longer than the intro. That's all. Yeah, after that. Full size. Full So, anyways, yeah, I'm uh, sharing Skate because it is a random anime that I decided to watch before showing you guys. Which, when I showed you guys, it wasn't intentional to show it to you guys. Um, I remember I was at Hot Topic and this this customer, not this customer, this worker there. They came up to me while I was digging through their pins, looking for my Daichi pin, as I do. <laughs> and they were like, oh, I love Haiku, too. And they're like, you know, it's a really good one. And I was like, I hate people talking to me. You know, I'm like, <laughs> like uh, what? And they were like, Skate the Infinity. It's only on Funimation if you want to watch it. And I was like, what's it about? And they're like, it's more about skateboarding. It's like, women characters like Canonly Gay. Like, you should watch it. And I was just, you know, I was like... Gay skateboarders. Anime. <laughs> Got it. I like, I like You're like, I'm a gay skateboarder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, these are two things that like I enjoy. So I'll totally give that a watch. And I didn't for a while, like a couple months. And I think I just needed something to watch. And I remembered them talking about it. I remembered someone on Twitter talking about it and how short of an anime it was. And I was like, yeah, I'll give it a watch. And I watched all of it. There's only 12 episodes. And then I showed you. Actually, actually. You were going to go show her, and I was waking up from a nap, and I was like, "What y'all watching?" I sat well, yeah, down so to. I, I, I had a whole conversation with Kinsey about the anime. I think Kinsey tried to give me to like basically spoil it as she does, and I'm like, I can't tell. I couldn't tell the time Kinsey like was intrigued or she just like mm-hmm. listened to me hyperfixate as we do with each other. And then Kinsey's like, "Let's watch an episode right now," and I was like, "Okay." And, like I'm saying, like just perfect timing. I slugged my way out from my nap, and I was like, "What are y'all yeah, watching?" Yeah, was like, Balled "Y'all are just y'all just watching an anime without a new anime without me." <laughs> and we literally were like. When did we say we were watching this with you? Yeah, and I did, at the time when? I didn't even I know like, it was now going y'all to, are. I didn't even know it was going to turn into something. I was just showing like the first episode to Kinsey. And then, Kay- and then we watched movies. it yeah. and like God. Well, you know what? I don't want to talk about my favorite part of that episode too yeah. soon. So that's just I have a secret to share with you. Yeah. I've got my secret. Remember how we were sharing secrets the other day? Yeah. I've got one. Now you're gonna say it on the podcast in front of millions. I am. Then how much of a secret is one point five million people yeah. <laughs> will know your what secret. When we were watching Skate as a trio, um, I really wanted to watch the next episode, but you were busy. So Kayla and I, after work, got Wendy's and watched the episode without you. And we watched the filler. It I think I actually knew about that, and oh. that's why I feel not bad at all whenever I do whatever I want. I would usually <laughs> never do that ever, <laughs> but I no, think whatever right. episode was next, I really, really wanted to just watch it. Oh, so yeah. we were building up to like a really good one. Oh sure, Kinsey did it. But I would never, I would never do it any other time. I was, I just didn't see skate as like that big of a deal for us. I'll keep doing it. Okay, keep that in mind. <laughs> anyway, 
So I really enjoyed showing it to you guys, and I'm really excited for Skate Season 2, and I'm glad. Honestly, I didn't expect you guys to like it as much as I did, just because, like, obviously I know a lot of anime you watch is very in-depth. Who's that? That is Colin's toaster. But I uh, I know that Keelan watches a lot of shows with really like some depth, you know. And I was just like, I don't know what kids would be watching, but here we go. I think what I liked about it was um how fun it was. Like it's You called it a rom com. I did, yeah. It, it was um I think if you take it too seriously seriously when you're watching it, you're mm-hmm. not gonna enjoy the fun of it. Like, that's yeah, you know, like the vibe. It's like the same thing when you watch a rom-com. You're not expecting much. You're not expecting good story. You're just expecting some vibes. Mm-hmm. They had the awesome, you know, uh, mandatory beach episode that every yeah. anime, whether it's deep or chill, has. And I really love that. Mm-hmm. They always do. Yeah. They always do. But it's so good. Joe was checking Cherry out why, on the beach by accident. Why stop using something if it's not broken? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep, keep using it. And I think it. that they did really good for only a 12-episode anime. Like, they touched on so much in, like, only 12 episodes. And obviously, we talked about how Joe gives me gender envy, and I love that cancer man. <laughs> so, um, if we went over about the characters, Kinsey's who, the child. Who Mariah wants to be Joe, who she is, Recky. Honestly, Kaylin. that probably exists in the anime. I bet you Recky like looks at the Joe and he's like, "I want to be just like Joe one day." I'm like Joe. I'm like halfway there, and you're like, you know what? Maybe <laughs> who, who I want to be? Longer. Sign who is. I am? Shadow. <laughs> who I want to be? Longer or Cherry? Who I am? The child. He's sad. Competitive as fuck. Well, he's good. <laughs> Y'all can hit on the child all you want with his furry ass. He, he is good. He's like, meow. Hey, can you mute the furry Doesn't ass part, mean- actually? <laughs> <laughs> we already roasted we, the furries a couple episodes ago. We support the furries, man. It's not, it's not what it was about. Well, like, actually, that about. one episode when Kinsey Kaylin said she supports the furries at the end, I said, uh, I don't care. I kept that all in. <laughs> oh. Well. I'll take it out anyway. Um, <laughs> you know what's so funny? Uh. Obviously, we just went through who everyone wants to be and who they well, are. I have a furry friend, um, and they say it's okay if I make jokes like this. And I mean that, actually. <laughs> um, what's very funny is we were talking about that. Um, I would like to bring up to you specifically, we talked about my 12th house and how it's a Leo. Uh, oh, Recky's oh a Leo, and, and Joe's a Cancer. So I'm sitting over here like, I, I, so I, I would it's Joe. so funny how it's flipped. Yeah, in case you guys would like to know about Mariah's chart, she has a Leo. <laughs> She has a Leo 12th house, which means she just wants... Should I say it? <laughs> no, you don't have to. All right, I'm going to take that as a no, guys. But Sorry. anyone who's listening now knows... If what you the, pay for my... Patreon, yes, maybe yes, let's you see our charts. the words out of my mouth. I was literally but I think, about to fucking I think say that. But I think it's funny that... I mean, they now know that I have a 12th house Leo, so they could put it together if they wanted. No, they couldn't. If Sometimes they know, people have intercept houses. But I'm saying houses. if they know what that means, they'll know. Anyway. Just, just I have a 12th though. house in Scorpio. No, I don't care. It was just funny. Um... <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> so what did you guys what did you think of the uh, anime overall, Kinsey? Um, I love the anime. I feel like there's multiple genres in anime that people can enjoy. Uh that's something I like about anime is that you don't have to just like one kind of genre to mm-hmm. enjoy it. You know, if you're somebody who actually, you know, <laughs> goes steps outside, tastes new food, things like that, like um you should try different genres of anime. And I love the feel-good animes where they're just funny or they have a little bit of romance. You know, it doesn't have to be Attack on Titan, even though I love Attack on Titan. Uh, you know, just like a good feel-good But they're good both anime. like a time and place. Oh, it's time and place. Yeah, you know, there's... I really liked it because we just flipped it on. It's a short anime. I love the characters. We Something watched it, like, like, in the winter right before summer, too, so we were getting hyped to, like, go buy a skateboard. Yeah, something I really liked about... Uh, 
skate is I really liked the character designs. Yeah. I think something about anime, it, people that always roast, is like, all the characters look the same, but they really fucking don't. Like, the color... Okay, actually, Even, like, some of the side characters, like, in the... the color palettes, like, the choice of clothing and how it represents their personalities and all that stuff... I don't know. It just it, I vibe with this so much. And like, their skateboards. I love, I love Longa's skateboard and his color palette and his. I love his eye color with his hair color. I think it looks so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I feel. No, like I would agree. They were all very at- unique designs, and like you said, even like when they show up at us, and they're all in their like characters, like their whole different persona, it like fit them all very well. Except for Recky and Longa, they wore the, their school. Well, yeah, the difference yeah, is like their. Oh yeah. The difference is they're like kids, where like the adults are like trying to live adult life while also going to us. And even That's then, when Longa and uh, Recky wear their regular clothes, I feel like their color palettes and their clothes choices mm-hmm. really match them. And Recky like, had his hoodie. He they had their school uniforms during the day, but Recky always had his fucking work hoodie on. Mm-hmm. And Longa had gloves. He had gloves and a turtleneck. Yeah, I don't know. I, I was I really like that. Those little things I feel like really can carry mm-hmm. a character and make it feel different. And like if I just saw like a blurred silhouette of like a few well not silhouette, but some of their colors, I feel like I can vibe out their characters so Oh, hundred percent. As an illustrator, um, I really <laughs> love that. I that's some of my favorite things about anime. I would agree. Kayla, what was your overall thoughts on the anime? Um, I really liked it too. Like, you know, once in a while we show each other something that I feel like really like sparks the mood and like we watch it from the beginning to end, like our phantom phase, like um, that movie Kinsey just showed us recently, which we'll be talking about later on in this podcast. But um, I just remember that time of our lives being like another spot of serotonin that like... It's sort of the definition mm-hmm. of post depression. It's like so yep. high, like in how happy and fun it was. And like we did not stop watching it once we started. We like finished it as soon as we could catch up and except for that one time and mm-hmm. watch it all together. Yeah, I think, uh, like, the, the last night we watched, like, four episodes together because we were almost done. Like, those last four episodes, you can't stop. Like, after the filler, yeah. you can't stop. Mm-hmm. I got my really cool resin statue. I think acrylic statue or whatever the fuck for her. It's, uh, I really wanted. Yeah. <laughs> I got her this cool, um, Joe pin and the board spins on it. Yeah, that's super cool, too. And, um, I just, I agree with the comments about the character designs and, like, how good the characters are designed, but then also the characterization in the show. Um, in all of their relationships, it's just very fun to watch because they're all friends. Super out of girlfriends, and they all are just having fun skating. And then the romance, like whether we want to agree or disagree, that you know there is one, there is one. Y'all, spoiler if y'all haven't seen the first twelve episodes to Skate, uh, aka SK Eight, <laughs> the Infinity. Yeah, the one I'll like. One. Uh, obviously, like people say, like uh, Joe and Cherry. Like we can argue that, but I will die on any given hill to talk about Longa and Reckon's relationship. Me there's no if anything there's at cherry least, up and down yeah, on the there's beach. at least an unrequited love. Oh yeah Joe no. and Cherry. The way Joe was straight up wanted to eat that man up at the beach. I just mm-hmm. only will argue Reckie and Longa just because Longa's like openly gay. Yep. Like it's canonly gay, not openly, but he's canonly gay. And like Is he gay or bisexual? Is Reckie the bisexual one? Not canonly. There's no, there's no. Uh, so is canonly Longa like gay? When not the, bisexual. When the writer yes. wrote it, his their full intention was to make Longa gay, even though it's not talked about or a plot point to him. They're like, Longa is gay. They said, like mm-hmm. in a, I think in an Damn. interview. And, uh, Recky, they never, fun. they never talked about it. I'm like, I'm like a uh, 99% sure that Longa's just gay. Longa, yes. <laughs> gay. Yeah, yeah, man, that's great. I love you. And also, like, with yeah, the storytelling of 
Sorry, you'll never have a chance with him. <laughs> Whatever, he's fake. Uh, but the- I, I totally get across with their romance. I think it's it, it could definitely exist if in se- season two, if not, I'll be sad because yeah. it feels very genuine. Well, with the storytelling, like <clears throat> overall, it was great, but then specifically between Ricky and Longo, whether we want to call it a friendship, because at this point, yeah, they're not together. Yeah. So watching their friendship throughout the story in tiny moments, like we talked about that fucking hand scene at the very end. Um, it, it's just it's very. Uh, intense to watch i would say bombcom style where you're getting hype but you're also having fun watching it but then you're also mm-hmm. like rooting to see what happens or like if they do get closer or, you know what happened next um i want to talk about this twitter thread that i saw today <clears throat> but i know we're going to get deeper into the actual show so this is like going to talk about some of it but i saw a twitter thread today or last night talking about uh every single beef um in skate like how they start every race and Longa always starts on the left side and he skates goofy so he skates facing with his right foot forward so he's always facing away from his opponent that's how i skate yeah i do too looks like i'm longer um anyway so he <laughs> skates him and adam are the only goofy skaters and so uh every single race that longa has had he's always on the left side and then when he faced adam adam also faced left and adam always faces left on the right side so that he can face his opponents at all times because thinking about what he does when he skates, but I think it's also maybe like an intimidation thing because every other skater face skates the regular way, so they skate facing him. Adam's always on the right, and if these people are on their left facing normal because they don't skate goofy, they're facing him the whole time, so they have to look at him in the eyes. They're skating, and they could have like Longa could have switched so that he was facing Adam, but he chose not to because that's the way he always faces. And then they were talking about the one the one race where he like almost lost. He was on the other side. Whoever he went against, I don't remember. The only time he had comfortably faced the other way was when he was going against Reki so that they could face each other. What? <laughs> I'll just send you the tweet thread later. See, I like those tiny details. That's exactly such what I'm demisexual things. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm glad that they took their time with the 12 episodes because it's very saturated in yeah. quality. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Every single episode's filled with a lot of information. And they did really good with just the 12. But what? I have to pee. It's so funny. I have to pee too. This is our uh, weekly <laughs> pee break on the podcast. Kaylin, do some songs. Do some songs. Bop, bop, bop. And da, we bop, just wanted bop, to bring bop, to you bop, bop. a new product that yeah. we're being sponsored for. Kaylin, where's the music? Uh, bop, bop, bop. <laughs> All right, if it's a product, it, uh, it could go something like... Um, um, you're listening to <laughs> Tide Podcast or Pods, um, your favorite snack. <laughs> I'm singing for you, Kayla. Oh, oh, sorry, I keep talking. Uh, it's all right. I think. Oh, and you know, thanks for watching On the podcast. sale at your uh, nearest Kroger's. Yes. Um, <laughs> I think she's done with her piss because I got pissed too. <laughs> yeah, Mike. Can you uh, can can you introduce our next sponsor? <laughs> what was the first one? Uh, it was Tide Pods. Oh, well, our other sponsor is brought to you by Squishmallows. Have you ever needed a custom, stu- not custom, a stuffed animal that's perfect as a, a plushie and a pillow? Get yourself a Squishmallow. They're perfect for decor, pillows, and accessories because we have backpacks in now. Damn, this is <laughs> Funny. And if you need more info, just message us at postpreditdepression at gmail.com. 
Because we, it, we, <laughs> we got plenty. <laughs> the next part is brought to you by Mariah Stutter. <laughs> because it never ends. <laughs> so anyway, aside from the relationships, like, in in state we're gonna talk about like i think i'll try to touch like main points so like obviously the relationship between Rekki and manga very important for the first like episodes of the season how did you feel when they showed us the child the first time <laughs> okay first of all the child's personality is absolutely horrendous but you can't deny that he's a child prodigy oh yeah like he's so talented very good and he, he ain't got works- friends well he works really hard mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because he loves what he does it's like you're allowed to be cocky when you work that hard i right. have nothing you to say can't be mean though my brother loved him. He, he was calling me a slime for like a week after this. After the couple of episodes. Yeah, he was like, that, he's like, why do y'all hate on him for him? Like, because he's a child. He's annoying. My brother's like, he's annoying because he's good. He's allowed to be annoying. Well, we're adults. So whenever there's like in Genshin, the children characters, I'm like, yeah, that's not needed. Well, Elijah was just like, y'all are hating him for no reason. And I was like, don't care. I'm not going to lie. I think like when I when I think about Skate more, I'm like, yeah, you're right. He was really good. Like, I can't hate him as much as I do. But like, he's a child. He's better than Reki. Instead of children being like, Bro, he dogged on Reki. You remember? <laughs> no! He was just like, "Why do you?" Ha-? He literally walked along and was like, "When you hang out with slimes, that's what you become." And I was like, "What's talking about Reki? You're talking about Reki, my boy Reki." <laughs> he's one that started us off in the show. He's like, "I love the skate, bro." We, I love the beginning of the show when he brings in that little quote talking about how he's like happiness and how like he has to find it, and then it comes around three sixty at the end when he like has a whole realization with pizza poem. I love that stuff. I love, I was just telling, I was just telling Kinsey, I was like, I love Good Pillow. I love when things like that come around full circle. Because the show starts and ends with him having a little quote to himself. It's so cute. Uh, again, like, very saturated show, lots of quality, and like, that's the kind of shit I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Right up. I'm going to mm-hmm. say something controversial. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't like Reki's voice actor. Yeah, we watched it in English. Uh, when I first watched it, it I watched it in Japanese, and then I told them that I heard it was funnier in English. It was. <laughs> Um, and so we watched it, it in English. Say the thing we always think about. Bitches, bros, and non-binary hoes. That's, oh, that's, how we so wack. that's how I should have introduced the podcast. I should have said, what's up, bitches, bros, and non-binary hoes? You're listening to the post-credit depression. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Um, back to children. Real quick. Just to touch mm-hmm. on it. Um, not, oh God. <laughs> just to touch on it. <gasps> Listen, shut up. Cut that. <laughs> Back to children. Um, I get really annoyed in anime, Genshin, like any fucking like party of people, and there's like a side character, like child. It's so tropey in animes. Like I just, I would much rather see like a side character old guy that's like he's you know, really fucking funny. His name's Jim Bean, and he is minor, and he he goes along with them and mm-hmm. helps them find cool shit. You don't know, like, like, feel more uncomfortable about you mean a child's- minor like mining. Yes. Okay, Kayla. You said minor. I was like, I thought we were getting rid of him. Why are you hanging out with people pretending he's a minor? What made me feel the most uncomfortable (laughs) about the child in Skate was the fact that he hung out with Shadow all the time. That was uncomfortable. Like when they put the duos together, it was like Reki Longa, Cherry Joe, Shadow, and the child. They really should have like. It's because they were like. They should have like. Yeah, that's what it is. They were like side characters show together. They should have explained maybe does Shadow babysit him? Are they family friends? Like. It's just some random adult man with this kid, and I don't like that. Yeah. yeah. And the, the short explanation for it is, like, the writer purposely wrote Joe and Cherry to have some, like, interest in one another, even though it's unrequited, whatever. And then canonly, not canonly, but canonly, Reki and Lana. But, like, so what are you the, trying to say? I, no, I'm saying is that like, they're the leftovers. They were just leftover side characters, so they were like, 
we can't make them just show up casually separate it because the truth is maya can't get there by himself he needs yeah what are you gonna do, make trios put the child with like the high schoolers and put shadow yeah with- nah nah so they were just kind of like mm-hmm. yeah, they just ride them in together mm-hmm. um so i mean other than obviously i, I think- need to see more old people in anime thank you one of my favorite twists was to find out that like child and adam had like a connection like that adam was like sponsoring him and like training him like i didn't see that coming at all yeah, uh, I didn't necessarily plan it, but it made so much sense. Yeah. I was like, I was like, well, if he's a child prodigy, of course Adam would be sponsoring him so that he can one day beat his ass. And I love that Adam was testing him by being like, go against Longa because he's like this new fresh meat in town. Go against him and prove to me that you're still worth investing in. That's like actually so scary to think that Adam was like involved with a kid. I think like it was that. a test on both. Like he was testing Maya, but he was also like, if, if Longa's as good as everyone as I, I'm looking and seeing, and everyone's saying he is. I need to see if he's really that good so I can go against him. Or if it was just sheer luck. I understand the fact that Adam is involved with the child that much that he sponsors him. Like, as we see throughout the show, towards the end, that Adam is, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll psychologically insane. Yeah. I mean, but he's a pro skater, so of course he's going to sponsor any kids that need, that like he sees hope in. I know, but when we, when we see why Well, yeah, it, yeah. It's <clears throat> I don't think really that his good. intentions with the child were the same as long. I think they were two intentions. I think he was just like, here's my presence in the skating world, but also he was like, Longa is that Eve to my Adam. <laughs> like, I think those were two. Was into Longa? Uh, no, no it was remember just for he that used that reference? Oh, no, but when you said their intentions were different, I was like, what do you mean? The intentions are the same. Well, I think the intentions were different in the sense of he was just like, he enjoyed skating, want to encourage and sponsor young children in skating because that's what he wanted as a child. He didn't get that. But when it came to Longa, he was like, I think I found someone that can enter this other realm with me. Like, he's so good. Oh, that I he, thought like, he was like helping the child to eventually beat him. No. I think that Adam saw Longa as a natural born, which Adam was also a natural born. I think Adam just also enjoyed helping kids skate because he that's what he got, never got. So that's another thing in the show that I don't agree with is natural born talent. I don't think that it exists. I think it's and like I thought that was really silly. I think it's the fact that Longa, you know, he had background. That's and mm-hmm. like even Cherry's like, mm-hmm. oh, he is like a professional. It's not the oh, snowboarder from like such a young age, and Recky probably started, let's say, at earliest middle school, whereas like. Longa was probably a toddler on the fucking ice. I don't think it's the natural born toddler. that actually Adam had. Exactly. Adam and Longa were not naturally born. I think that Longa had a different, like, uh, I don't know, like, not headspace, but he had a different headspace when it came to, like, how he perceived skating. Like, it wasn't just an activity to do it. I think that's how Adam viewed it, too. Because, like, when he talked about it, he was like, when we skate, we enter this zone because we're yeah, so, so in lock. special interest. Like, he's yes. like, you like it as much as I like exactly. it. Exactly. Which is why you are even able to lock in like state. i can't it's not necessarily talent it's more like he's just think about it whenever it. yeah exactly i think that skating was a different thing for adam and for longa yeah so it wasn't necessarily the talent because if talent was the case then adam would have saw people like joe and cherry just as talented and he didn't it wasn't talent yeah cherry's about to beat him that racist i guess you could necessarily you know, say skill it was about skill yeah was it wasn't skill or talent like or any of that it was something it was something different cognitively that he was like you're different i like that I like that. And and Adam also never gave Cherry or Joe a fair chance to beat him, even though he kept saying the reason why he didn't face it because they weren't good enough. Which, I mean, how can you argue that when you haven't gone against them in 10 years? Hey, when Joe was skateboarding with, like, a push-up, remember? Bro, when Joe <laughs> any time skateboarded, he did that and his muscles, he was like, <laughs> like a transformer, he was like... <laughs> I hate when anime does that. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't like it's that. just a body. I liked Stop. when Joe skated and he took his board and it was in his hands and then he pushed off of the wall with his thighs. I was like, damn, look at him. <laughs> yeah. 
Joe was impressive. I mean, the impressive part of Joe skating is the fact that he probably weighed a good, like, 225, 230, like, realistically, with all that muscle mass, and he was still able to skate as efficiently and as aerodynamic as he did. Well, he's going to go faster down a hill because he's heavier. Yeah, but, like, I'm talking like the aerodynamics, he should have slowed him down, how big and buff he is. And he was able to efficiently take sharp turns with his body being top-heavy. That's impressive. Well, we don't know if it's actually that doable since it's an anime. Yeah. You're not anime, wrong. anime be doing like the unreal <laughs> shit. Yep, you got a point there. <laughs> but in real life, if he was capable of doing that, he would be a very skilled yes. person. <laughs> and then Cherry showed up with this fucking Alexa ass uh, <laughs> <laughs> skateboard. That'd be Mariah. That'd be Mariah in the show. First, her name was Carla. 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 Look, Carla, show me the measurements of this turn. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, and I remember Kenzie was like, isn't that cheating? Cheating. I can't even say Carla was over here taking measurements. Put and any engineer in and they'd do better, I guess. And Carla was like, if you go 45 miles per hour for five seconds, you will beat him. You will beat him. <laughs> God damn. And then, and then like everybody else over here's like, yeah. T- like <laughs> testing the wind with their finger. Yeah, that was good. That was good. SpongeBob with his rock. Oh <laughs> Uh, now we're going to touch on why, why you tell me that I'm very much like Reki. When Longa decided to do that race against Adam, even though Reki said not to, Reki decided to just self-isolate and self-loathe. <laughs> and Longa's like, wait, you know, no. I love you. I don't like Reki. Understandable. And I'm like, I guess you There's do other do parts of Reki that I don't do. Reki, I think it's like some emotions that Reki does. It says Reki's a Leo, so he does it from a selfish reason. <laughs> No, no, his emotional part. The part of, like, isolating and stuff, and I don't. He said, he said, chowder blink. <laughs> like, like, for instance, like, when I decided to remove all my belongings from your guys' apartment and decide that we were no longer friends, it wasn't from, like, a selfish part. Like, I was mad at you guys for doing something against me. I was just like, well, I guess they, like, don't like me anymore, so, like, I'll just make it easier for them and, like, remove <laughs> myself. But Reki was like, well, Longa didn't fucking listen to me, and I care about him, so what an asshole of him to do. So I'm ignoring him. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. I think it's just like Reki's, because um, he's not like you, it's just like mm-hmm. his in competitiveness. It's weird because we've all been there. We've all had a tough time. I feel like every human being has, but mm-hmm. you're, you're feeling competitive. You need to be the best and you might get booty hurt when other people are doing better. But I think it's like the intensity at which he cared about it. Um, it was all severe. I was like, girl. Chill out. If you want to get better, show up. Yeah, because it wasn't necessarily the part of like Longa like bailing on him. I think while Longa was bailing, he was reflecting, being like, "Is it because I suck? Is that why Longa doesn't want?" Like, I think he internally he was like, "Longa wants to go against Adam because like I'm not good enough for him. Like I'm, I, know, I suck the, at competing." That's the silly part to me is that I'm mm-hmm. like, Ricky, why are you taking it so personally? Why are you like projecting? Like you know? started out. I remember he was watching to teach your friend how to yeah. skate, and in the moment he gets a little better than you. I remember after he agreed to go, after he agreed to, I don't know what the hell I did that for, after he agreed to go against that fight with Longa or with Adam, Ricky was like watching a video footage of him on his phone. He was like, I taught him that trick. I know. He was like, just last week, he couldn't even do an ollie and now he's doing this. But at the end of the day, it's not about somebody helping you. It was very selfish. Yeah, they did the effort to do it. And Mm -hmm. just like Ricky. Somebody had to teach Ricky, or Ricky had to learn from somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's not like he pulled the ollie out of his ass yeah. and invented it. He, yeah, he even he mentions at the beginning of the show that he had a friend that taught him how to ski, and his friend got hurt. 
exactly. So I just don't like that mentality at all. Like I can sit yeah. here and feel a little bad for him just because I think every emotion is valid. Mm. But then what do you do with the emotion? Yeah, I think that me. specific emotion is really shit. I, I think, think the intensity he did it and then the way he treated Longa specifically for it. Like if you just wanted space, like, yeah, I mean, I just need some space. Like, you know, he's getting very yeah, pouty. Yeah, like, if you need to process your feelings, <clears throat> understandable because human emotions yeah. are normal. But like, mm-hmm. is what he did with it is how he treated Longa. And it, like I have like, I this think bad the... taste in my mouth for Ricky, but I think it's just everybody obviously has their mm-hmm. own anime favorites. I'm not trying to say he can't be a favorite of anybody, but like I was like, oh, I don't like that. I think for a skating anime too, it's like maybe a, even a good subject or topic to talk about because That's like true. it's a sport, you know. And I think seeing that dynamic between like you know friends and then coming around saying like you know what mattered at the end of the day it was my friend and like that yeah, was, that, I mean, and just which is why he did come Reki, around to remember yeah you know, like, like, he said remember. i forgot skating is fun because like Reki had done it all his life and then seeing somebody who just shows up and like accomplishes something either faster or something he hasn't yet is gonna upset him and i was like oh, okay i mean as long as you came around as long as you can, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I never said having the human emotions were ever bad. Mm-hmm. It's just like you need to process. I think that the but issue like that is actually both it. both of their personalities were both like I think Reggie and Longa both made the situation more like elaborate than it should have been. Like if Longa from the beginning would have just been truthful about going against Adam or like why he wanted to go against Adam, Reggie would never have had this like spiral of like being upset at him. And if Reki would have just spoken to him instead of being all weird and not showing up whenever he and, wanted to talk to him. And being honest about just how he's feeling. Yeah, the, the truth is both of them just needed to communicate better, but they are children. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, gotta admit, these people are in high school. So, yeah. and that's the thing. Like, I've, I've seen people on, like, Twitter argue, like, Reki was all in the wrong. And it's like, no, Longa also lied and didn't talk to him. That is true. He could have just said, like, I know this is going to upset you, but I will do it. And, like, sorry. And like, he, he had good yeah. reasons to do it. He just didn't want to tell him. And it's cr- the crazy thing is, I don't think one person was mainly wrong or mm-hmm. one person started it. I don't think any of that. I think they both didn't communicate at times where they should have. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. And I think that, you know, for this anime, like, being such a fun show overall, we didn't, besides Adam being our, like, villain, yeah, like, we should other, touch on that next. <laughs> um, like, a lot of other shows have, like, a main antagonist, a main villain, a main problem, and I feel like, just talking about, like, some homies having, like, miscommunications, or, like, beef, beef, like, yeah. and, and then it's questioning by the end of the show, like, <clears throat> he's like, I forgot, shit. I forgot Steve's supposed to be fun. It's such a sweet part, too, because, like, you honestly just, like, you're like, please forgive each other, like, you, you root for them, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, before we go into bashing Adam, I remember the first time I watched it, obviously I hated Adam because he came across as like a whole pedophile. Um, but I do remember for a small moment having so much like sympathy for him. I was like, poor guy got abused at home and all he wanted to do was skate. And like, he had these friends that didn't go to the same school as him that like showed him like some secrets of skating. And I was like, wow, we love a good trio. I have that picture of, of Joe, Terry, and... Adam on my watch, actually. The one of them is children. Oh, oh my God. It's like one of my favorite pictures of them. It's so precious. Um, And uh, I don't know where Adam went wrong in his life to turn into the person that he is. He did say that pain is love. I think potentially with the abuse, obviously, like you just said, pain is love. And then if he was in a life where he was never allowed to express himself, I think, or, or anything he did was never enough. Um, him liking skateboarding and then being enough to other people mm-hmm. is what he had t- latched onto, and then he made his self value, his self worth, all tied to skateboarding, and then obsessed over it, mm-hmm. and then became insane. Which mm-hmm. I feel like 
it, honestly, a, a, something that a lot of people do. I think it's something a lot of people do. When, when you're told your whole life by your parents like that your accomplishments matter more, which happens in almost every single household, you're going to tie your self-worth and who you are yeah. to that. Just imagine being a skateboarder all your life and then randomly your leg get cut off or get bitten off by a shark or something and you can't do it. Like, there's no way to do it. Not like cool amputee people. I'm just saying, like, there's no way for you to do yeah. this thing and you self-identified your entire life. It's going to be a crazy tower moment where you just have this, like, horrible <clears throat> realization. You have to rebrand fully. You have to rebrand and you also have to realize that when you rebrand, you can't make the things you love who you are. Yeah. You know? They're a part of you, but they're not you. Yeah, so, like, I mean, he invested in skateboarding, like, at a young age, thanks to his little servant boy that was also forced to be his friend as a child. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and... Very weird dynamic sometimes in the show, yeah, but, yeah. you know... And so, his... But his... his it's fun. I don't think he had moms or dads. I think it was just his aunts, right? So, like, his aunts raised him. I think and, it was nuns, right? No, they were his aunts. And they were like, you are <laughs> going to take on the hair of the business one day, so you need to be a fucking professional little prissy boy um, and not a skateboarder. And I think that, again, that's why they were so good at keeping up secret identities while they were skating at S. Like, he still managed to do both. Yeah. Even though skating was, like, his only love. The matador of love. Because he's right. Like, yeah, you definitely can't self-identify too much. That was, like, one of the conversations I had with my aunt when I went on that vacation. Um, I was talking with my cousin about how it's cringy for men to have pictures of them fishing on their, um, like, profile pictures. And yeah. When they're bragging about their boats and shit like that. And she's like, well, I want me a man who can hunt and fish. And I'm like, that's, that's not the point in glory. I was like, the point is it's overcompensating for, like, a personality. And, like, mm-hmm. when you show highlight those things, like, you're not highlighting who you are. I don't want to get to know you. I'm like, holy if fish. you only got fish photos and it's you holding up a bigger catch. Dead animals. Photo, like, yeah. Like, what else you do? I was like, and that's true. That, that's and she's like, like, she's like, what about your dungeons and dragons? Like, would you not like if they had pictures? I'm like, if that's their only personality, yes, and Gloria, no, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I said that, oh, dude. Yeah, if somebody only liked one thing and only ever liked talking about one thing, uh, sorry, it's not working out. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's how Joe or not Joe, uh, Adam was like, he only identified as this awesome skater. He's that one guy from the show you watched who's like, I want to talk only about my hyper, <laughs> oh my god, interest, hyper fixations, yeah, and nothing I'm else. Due from Love is Blind, where he <laughs> cut the girl god. off and was like, let's change the subject and only talk about what that's I like. And then Adam was just putting on, like, a mask to go pretend that he was a CEO. Like, I, I skate all night, pretend to be CEO in the morning. <laughs> but, no, I love his wine. Um, love on the spectrum. Love on the spectrum. Love on the spectrum. Uh, I love but I think, that, I think that the whole time I was like, Adam's just going to get worse and worse. Like, he fucking tortured uh, Longa, beat the shit out of Jerry, beat the shit out of uh, <laughs> Recky. So I was like, Damn, like, this guy literally sucks. And at the end, when, like, he literally comes around and he's, like, with the, the team again, like, as a good guy, I was like, hold on a second. He's beat the shit out of you, Cherry. You're I just know. Gonna forget that? And I genuinely think, well, you know, there's also the theories that Cherry was in love with Adam when they were younger. So, like, Cherry's, like, takes him back. Wait, hold on. Oh, yeah. Cherry was in love with Adam? Yeah. If you look at, like, some of the stills from, like, when they were in high school, I think that when Joe's talking, it's kind of, like implied i don't know maybe we're just fucking queer baiting no, i'm not saying that's <laughs> it's bad. implied no i'm, I'm just, just for like, the wow. listeners uh i think that it's kind of implied that cherry was in love with adam like he he was very fascinated with adam then he compensates for it um i don't i don't think there's any food in there but i think that i i think that i don't know what they're gonna do now that adam's like a quote-unquote good guy now but i do think that 
Yeah. I was going to say I Joe think, is compensating for it with women. Yeah. I think that um, it's like implied that Sherry still like does not necessarily love Adam, but has some sort of like fascination with Adam. Like when he's like it's feelings, though, is what I'm saying. I couldn't tell you. I think that if you love someone, feelings with somebody, and mm-hmm. fascination. I think that if you love someone and then they like really, really crush. hurt you, and you were like, but you never got like that uh, closure. Not even closure, but like finalization. Like if they actually did like you, you know. That's, that's closure. Yeah, you never got that proper closure, and then they just came back, and you were kind of like, I'm mad at you. So let me get back at you. So it's like, but I think that maybe like she's still feelings, and on top of it, probably yeah. like, anger. like maybe deep down, Cherry's still in this world. Uh, Cherry did still like Adam, but he he was like, I just want to get back at you for what you did to me, though. Mm-hmm. So and yeah, maybe Joe makes it makes uh, what you say compensates compensates, compensates with uh, all the girls he makes out with. What lucky women. Bro, I love that the first scene you see of Joe he, when he's not even relevant. It's just the opening when Recky's doing his little monologue. Cherry or Joe's there, kisses a girl, turns, kisses the other girl. And you don't even know who he is yet. At that point, he's just like a background character. You're like, that's fucking hot. Yeah. It's <laughs> fine. And then you find out he's a cancer man. And you're like, fuck. Makes sense. <laughs> he wants his mommy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he's around tons of girls. Man, oh my, my favorite gosh. fucking part is like he's checking out Cherry on the beach. Like, it's so funny. So you're like, that, that to me is confirmation from the writer that like something's going on. There's some sort of like tension between the two. Yeah. Maybe Cherry is attracted to Joe, but still isn't over Adam. Yeah. It's just like, get out of my bubble, my also, you know, Alexa bubble. Yeah. Imagine having a player friend, too, where you're just like disgusted by their like, immature behavior. I already got hurt from Adam. Why the fuck would I even entertain Joe? Um, then we can jump to the end where uh, after Recky has that whole realization that he actually loves skating and it's for fun. Which I honestly, the show isn't that deep, but like that realization for him where he was just like, this is supposed to be fun. It was like so sweet because I was like, you're right, Recky. Like, things I do in my life, I don't do them because they're supposed to be this serious thing. Like, I do them because I enjoy doing them. That should be my life. So I can see that hit home for no, a second. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it definitely hit home for me. But <laughs> also just hearing you say it, I was like, hit home for you too, huh? Yeah. It's <laughs> fine. Deep, huh? Virgo plays That's it. the idea that, like, yeah, like, I know Recky was sad that he wasn't good. He was like, shit, I didn't do this to be the best. I guess because it's something I enjoy doing. Yeah, I think it's like mm-hmm. he got to a point where he was only caring about being the best. Yeah. When there's so much more to a hobby or skill or even a career than being the best. Mm-hmm. You know, and essentially you'll never be the best. You can be the best to you and you can be very, very proud of that. How come being the best you um, isn't being taught as like just as equivalent or equal to You're right. quote unquote potentially being the best? I feel like I went through that going to Lightbox. We talked about it and like had that realization. Like I remember freaking out, feeling like I didn't have my stuff together enough, as well as like just always thinking about what people thought of my work. And like coming back, I was like, you know what? I actually do this because it's fun, and I feel so inspired to do even more stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't even so care anymore cool about skating or anything. Is that like? You are you, and you can make it different by who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, he could make up new tricks. He could make new boards. That's he what could, I was just going to say. I he think could put himself into it that nobody would ever be able to copy. But when you just belittle it down to who's the fastest, yeah. like, that's got no depth. That's got no substance to it. <clears> and that's not what matters. Who can draw the best human eye isn't what matters. And yeah. I think Recky really had that realization, which I hope in season two they touch on, about him being able to make those cool boards and make adjustments. Like, when he had that realization that he put those wheels on the board because it was going to rain, which meant the roads were going to be slick, so he had those fancy wheels for the rain. And like, the fact that he was able to just whip up boards left and right for Longa, I really think that he touched on, like, a way that he could really succeed in the skate industry if it's not the best skater. 
Yeah, and that's the cool thing is that that's not the only thing out there. Yeah. It's not even the only thing that's worth that much, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that too, like, um, not just Reki, like, I think it's cool how unique all the characters are with skating styles. We talked about their character designs, their characters, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, I think that they each brought something different to the table that was entertaining, and that's what made it fun, because like, you're right, like, if it was just like two guys racing and that's the anime, mm-hmm. like, I would not be interested. And they all it. did skating for fun. Like, they all had dreams, aspirations. Joe's like, I want to be a famous fucking chef one day, but he's skating because it's something that he likes doing for fun. Yeah, and yeah. you can make it your career, but at the same time, do it for what is it about you yeah. that's What is it about skating right? that makes you like it? Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I guess Cherry and Joe like it enough to keep doing it, but they don't make it their career. And that mm-hmm. doesn't mean they don't like it enough. It's just like every person's different. Like, there's other artists out there that don't make it their career, but they love to draw. They'll yeah. do it every day, you know? Some pursuit exactly. of happiness shit. That's right. Like, Cherry's a whole on, like, famous author. Girls, like, swoon over him. And he's mm-hmm. like, but I like I like to, when midnight rolls around, to go be Cherry at the skating ring. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Looks like we need alter egos. Why do I like to go off? We should totally what? do alter egos. We should totally. We should just, like, embrace our Venus placements. Yeah, uh, according to my chart, I'm not going to tell you guys because you have to pay for it in the Patreon, but according to my chart, if I want to accomplish my dreams, I have to just say and act as if I'm mm-hmm. the person I want to be. So essentially, I get to do that every day. I have to ask. I already for, gave mine out for free. I have to ask for. <laughs> I have to ask for more, more than enough abundance. Uh, my basically has got to be greedy. Is what it is. Mm-hmm. According to her chart, can't remember Caitlin's. Caitlin's um is in. So she has to be organized. I saw the. <laughs> did not see the word. Other I was word. trying to say. <laughs> Why Just cut it. it. Just cut it. <laughs> Anyway, it. <laughs> like I think, Flip. I think hers has to do with organization and like breaking things down into steps. Mm-hmm. I think so. Something like that. Uh, so, I think he We need to touch on the end. So then we get to the end, where Adam finally faces Langa, what we've been building up to for the last five episodes, and he loses. Does he lose? Adam loses. Oh, I was like. Did Langa lose that, <laughs> that line? <laughs> I was trying to do a spoiler so thing. So they, they, do, they do have the whole build up and they're racing. But the there's like a... What happened? Didn't the shit get damaged the race before so they can't race it? They have to race the old track. Uh, yeah, but I think they damaged it on purpose. I don't think they did. I think something happened like the day before. Like maybe the police did some shit. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Regardless, something happens and they can't race the usual S track. And in the flashback, when you're learning about Adam's history, you find out that he has a history of quote unquote pushing people off the edge, but it's not really what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and so Langa's racing on this old track, and they mentioned they're like, this track is actually really dangerous. It's always stuck skating on it. Like, it's deadly. It's but deadly. we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> and they're going through the whole race sequence. Actually, Adam's uniform gets ruined in the rain after he almost loses to Reki, and he shows up to that tailor. He's like, I need a new suit. Oh, and, and he, he comes like a parrot, basically. Yeah, he comes back with his whole black suit and these, like, bones over his face. And it's like mm-hmm. a whole dramatic sequence. Longa shows up in his fucking school uniform. We were bringing up Phantom of the Opera because he gave off such Phantom vibes, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he did. I would say out of all their, like, alter egos, Adams was, like, fully a different person. <laughs> like, Joe was like, yeah, I let my hair down and I'm topless, you like, know. they call it, like, a mask. They put a little mask on. He takes his skin off and yeah. puts somebody else's yeah. off. yeah. <laughs> And he's doing this race, and it's, like, getting dangerous because Adam does this thing where he goes into the zone, which is, like, this headspace where, like, 
any really good athlete can like lock into. Like I would argue maybe like if it was a real thing, like Steph Curry can do it. Michael Jordan could do it. Like Michael Phelps probably did it. it. Yeah. I really, I don't think I've ever been in the zone before. Really? Yeah, I, I guess I feel maybe like, it's like a different concept. Like, I'm not saying I'm not no Olymp- I'm not any Olympic. You're not crazy, but there's person. like a zone when you're doing sports. No, I'm saying I was just saying I'm not an amazing athlete. I'm just saying like when I did gymnastics and cheer, mm-hmm. I would put myself in that zone. It was like this. The different headspace. It was like this uh, um, indestructible zone where I was determined to win, and I'd always mm-hmm. win. Or you're like a I would always person. do really good, and I had like this confidence and self assurance mm-hmm. that I would not fail. I would agree. When I played basketball, it was almost like I didn't matter what anyone like not on the court said or did. Like you zoned them out. You were focused on your goal. It was predatory. And I think that like if I do Caitlin back there, she'd be like, "My, you're like an asshole when you play." And I'm like, "No, I'm just in the zone." Like I remember my friend yeah, Val. I mean, like I didn't like push people like <clears throat> my cancer self. I really yeah, it's a physical sport. <laughs> my my friend Val, cancer self. We used to play. She played basketball just her senior junior senior year for no fucking reason. She's not athletic. She just wanted to do an activity with people, and I did basketball. She did it. She didn't get to play. And I remember when we would practice and we would play games. I would get like mad at her. She was like, "Why are you mad?" I was like, "I'm not mad at you, but like we're playing a fucking game. You're not my friend right now. Play the game. If we need to win, so either do it right or don't." would be like, "Do it." Dragging themselves on the fucking court, like, like notice me, and you're like, "I'm literally trying to hit this ball in the hoop. Shut the fuck That's up." That's like the reality. Is like, <laughs> notice like, me. I think that I was like in the zone where my only goal was for you to pass me the ball, for me to elbow the girl behind me, and for me to shoot the ball in the net. Well, Your goal I actually was trying to make a point, and yeah. that's it. I was trying to make a point because you hurt my feelings. I didn't pass the ball. Fuck you. I would actually murder my team. I would have gotten so mad if someone did that. I had a friend a friend of my team who, like, at a point was getting mad because I was scoring so much. And I was like, does it matter who's scoring as long as we're winning? <laughs> does it, does it matter? Absolutely. No, as long Absolutely. as we're winning. If I'm open and I'm six foot two and the net is right there, pass me the ball. I don't care if you can drive and possibly get an and one. Pass me the ball. Sucks to be short. Yeah, it does. Anyway, <laughs> um, so yes, I definitely think this zone exists, and maybe I didn't see it on the same plane as Adam did. But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't beat people up. And people up? No, I'm talking about Adam. Uh-oh. I'm talking about Adam. How he beat the <laughs> shit out. Well, in the in the last scene, he didn't really go against. He didn't physically beat anyone up, but he like was in this headspace where he was basically like skating like yeah, mindlessly. But I was scared of him. He had the faith in his body to do the right thing. I think that's how it was perceived. Like he just like exited his soul. He's like, my body will make the right decision. And Langa accidentally entered this zone setting, but he was not prepared for what had happened. This is the first time he's done that. And homeboy almost died, saw his whole ass dad, <laughs> and then came through and then somehow beat uh, Adam at the end. And that was the first race Adam's ever lost. I think Adam so much uh, appreciated it, though. Like, he was like, oh my god, yeah, the I feeling think of was... not winning. He's like, I have to work harder. Yes, exactly. I think it was a real, real realization for him. He's like, I can't just casually do this. Like, I have to work and keep improving. I'm not the best. Mm-hmm. And I think that maybe it's like a good character for him. Like, maybe, like, because obviously, in the end, he's not, like, the bad guy anymore. Maybe he's like, wow, like, I can actually just, like, be a normal person who enjoys skating like they do and just casually improve myself. Like, I don't have to hold but myself real- up to this pedestal that's always been there realizes he's not a god he's like he's like, he's like i'm mortal why does he do, why does he should give aquarius vibes like the wanderer does yes yes he's like i can die god. my life hasn't ended yeah and i think it was so precious i also want to touch on even though we're in the last episode i want to go back to the first episode when you wow. first okay. you're right you're right you first saw longa go on that the the stair rail he comes and does the flip in the air and the electricity's going yeah it, that was magical also 
And Rex was thing, like, is he, when he duct taped his his feet. Oh, I was yes. watching the show, like I said, just drag myself out of bed. I was sitting down watching this, and like you know, all the talking bits before even building up to the skit. I was like watching just to pay attention, mm-hmm. and then he duct tapes this, and I'm like. All right, what sort of down. anime trope tricks are we gonna pull out our ass to make this guy who's never skated before good? And he he was like feeling the wind in his hair. I was like, oh, I, I screamed mm-hmm. like he's from Canada. Literally sc- she literally screamed that. He said he's from Canada. And then it had the flash to snow. <laughs> he was like, and for the first time ever, I swear it snowed in here in whatever city they live in. And you're just like, he's British Canadian. They live in Japan. <laughs> Yeah, but they live in, like, a little island. I can't remember what it's called. And it showed his little, like, vision of snow that he's snowboarding. And I was like, whoa. And, yeah, that amazing scene of him Yeah, Caitlin had an out-of-body experience during this scene. And then the next episode, he sucked. And I was like, dang, now he has to train. I guess he doesn't know how to skate. He's training art. Like, how does he know? Like, how does he not know how to stand on a skateboard or stop? But then, like, he just was like, I know how to skate on these bars and these crazy-ass turns. And then, like, the next episode, he's like, Actually, I trip over everything. It was funny, but yeah, it was interesting. Because he was in the zone. That's why. Yeah. When he when he's not feeling, when he's skating, if he's he literally thinking, says it, he's like, he I feel it in it my up. chest. He he's said like, that you have to be in the moment. Oh my gosh, what if they're doing such a universal sign? Because that's how I feel when I'm drawing. If I'm just drawing <laughs> and having fun, mm-hmm. feeling it, I draw really well. If I'm thinking about it, I do absolutely. Which is why it. when Recky was his friend, he was kind of like not enjoying it because he found skating with Recky. So when that one scene he was skating that wrecking was like, I don't feel it anymore. It's like, I'm not feeling like the joy. That would heart. suck if you attached a hobby to a person. Well, it's because he, imagine if you didn't know how to draw and I started showing you how to draw. So like it was an activity you and I did together for the first time. And then I just was like, we're not friends anymore. And you were like, well, I really like drawing, but every time we did it, you just got sad because like, I, I would say, I, I, I guess I just have hobbies. too many fire Kinsey, signs. I would just do it. Kinsey's talked me out of like that kind of stuff before. Because I let previous friendships, like, where maybe they ended pretty bad and I had bad memories from the friendship, affect whatever, like, the show we watched or the hobby. And it would get to me. Like, I would, like, full-on get rid of, like, I little so memorabilities. Of yeah, I don't think I could ever do that. Like you said, I think I was just, like, sympathizing with Long in the moment. I guess I couldn't sympathize with him, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I, like, I was just was like, like, if you like something, just do it. Yeah, when she said that to me, I was break, like... Because there are some things that have been connected to old friends where I was like, okay, maybe I can't watch this show for, mm-hmm. like, a while. Um, yeah. And then I pulled up maybe like two weeks later. I'd be like, "Yeah, it's a good show. I, it's not their show. It's something I like. I'm gonna go enjoy it." I think I whenever actually, oh, sorry, I have memories like that. I kind of like will just say it like, "I'm like, I remember my friend. And I did this. It doesn't make me sad, but everyone's kind of like a bittersweet moment." Like when Val and I weren't friends for that time, I remember the first time we both were with you. I was like, "God doesn't need both of you anymore." The first time, the last time we made it, she threw up. Well, I feel like it's was, water moon signs. But I like moved on. I was like, but I can still eat it. <laughs> it's like a moment. Maybe my Virgo's like, okay, but logically that doesn't make sense. Anyway. Um, I actually wanted to say for the listeners that have ever struggled with a feeling like that where like maybe watch something that was a previous you have to reclaim it. Reclaim it. And I think when I rewatched, you know, certain animes with you, Kinsey, or certain movies, and I got to laugh again at them with like, you know, either a new friendship, but also just like, it felt like I reclaimed it. I'm like, it doesn't belong with that friend. Mm-hmm. Like you would, yeah, you're it's like it's literally like it's like I I reclaim the n word. No, no, it's the same. That's what happened. That's why we use it. It's <laughs> like it's like women using the word bitch. You you're reclaiming it. Yeah. it's like when we go to Fresh Planet, you're reclaiming it. I am. Like so, any it's like I tell Kinsey all the time. Like we need to start forcing ourselves to go places that make us sad. Yeah, and I make think a that good it, memory uh, attached to it. It feels good because I think I definitely let too many things like slip out mm-hmm. because of that. So. I think with Longa and Recky, 
the situation with it is also I think like, it was too fresh. Too fresh yeah. and so clean. Yeah, because sometimes I do need a break. You know what I mean? Like I think obviously if they like split for good, like they might need a break from it. Kind of like Adam, Cherry, and Joe, but they come back around yeah. to it. I hope eventually that Longa does not attach skateboarding yeah. to just because Reiki showed him. I think what also hurt him is that he attached snowboarding to his dad who passed away. So exactly. then he saw Reiki leaving and he was kind of like revisiting those feelings. Yeah. And I think that I think that's what made it hard. It wasn't just like someone losing someone. It was like he had to like almost re- he he was attaching that like grieving emotion. Yeah, no, Ken, I don't think he gets so it. I think oh, that's no, I meant, a little... he was reclaiming skating. Before it was something he did with his dad, so then he stopped, and he's like, actually, no, yeah, that's no, not I'm saying, saying that, like, no, I'm saying, saying that I think that's why it was so much harder for him to quote unquote lose Recky is because yeah. it was more of an intense emotion because he was like, my dad died, and it was something we did together, and I never actually had to do it again. And since he never got over that hurdle of of skateboarding, I think he was still kind of grieving his dad in the same sense. Yes, yes. Like basically, he attaches his father to snowboarding, then bam, can't snowboard anymore because his dad's dead, and he moved away. So now oh, he's no. attaching this new thing, skateboarding with Reki. Reki left him. How can he uh, skateboard again without Reki? It almost brought mm-hmm. up those same feelings of when his dad died. Well, yeah, that's deep. Okay. Well, but <laughs> I think it'll be interesting to see what season two is going to hold. I think the interesting thing about skate is that it's not based off a of manga, so it's really hard to like kind of see where they're going with it. Remember when I came up with a whole entire plot? They and, should have a smut like, season two um, story oh, arc smut. Do you remember anyway. when I came up with an entire story arc for season two and I told it to you guys? I will only reenact that if we actually get listeners and Patreon shit, because, like, that was funny. Y'all remember you have that? to remind me later. You know what's so funny is if we made stickers based off of phrases we say, or like a funny inside joke mm-hmm. from the episodes, and be like, there you go, you think that's funny from the show? Well, we have a sticker to memorialize it on your sketchbook or whatever you want. That'd be, that'd be cute. Um, so would you guys share skate the infinity with anyone else it depends yeah i think it depends for me i think it's a great show it's mm-hmm. not that it's not worth sharing. you're like not everyone will appreciate this i don't think anybody no, i don't think a lot of people it's, it's, for like, the, it's for the bitches bros non-binary hoes and that's it sorry yeah colin's like rolling his eyes at like some of the unrealistic oh my god stuff i forgot we showed it. to colin yeah and oh i was god. like you don't appreciate art i was like you have to like romantic comedy kind of shit like mm-hmm. like these unrealistic scenarios like of course there's a skate club that we meet up at and like it's the fucking shindig like yeah, yeah we Bro, meet up like to hang JoJo's, out like jojo's you have to put your head in a headspace when you watch yeah. jojo's bizarre adventure and if you don't if you're not capable of that then you're yeah. not gonna like it yeah, yeah. And i think that um if you appreciate it's, it's like same thing with jojo it's such a really boy show that like has good feelings to it and uh, touch on a lot of like interesting like relationships and it, just the content itself like a fucking skate club that's a secret skate club like and we're also gay and we're also hanging out and we're all men except for one kid which is really weird like you gotta just have the headspace for it man yo you know what'd be funny if we made stickers of each one of us as Reki, Shadow, and the child and it's us <laughs> like there's me in some cat ears and we can tail. do it again and there's Kaylin the with yeah the, I want the other the, ones with the ACDC makeup on <laughs> and then there's Mariah with the headband hair. with and the headband head like, we'll do our alter ego and the hoodie yeah everything that's what I'm saying we'll do our alter ego so you know we'll do the full team because there's enough and we all match different ones you can be longer sometimes but I feel like you're more cherry than I'm cherry so we make what cherry. do you mean cherry's literally defined by pink hold on pause yeah but it's the energy I would like agree. cherry blossom. Yeah, I would agree. Free Virgo. <laughs> oh, that's cool. 
Oh. Yo, Kaylin. Kaylin. <coughs> yeah. What, what are you sharing next week? Guess what it is. Uh, hold on. <laughs> Listen, we figure out these topics ahead of time, and I never remember. I asked Mariah before we walked in here what it was. Yes, she <laughs> did. I actually forgot to. <laughs> what the fuck? reminded me today. I reminded her today what we were talking about for episode. What is it? We are going to be covering B-Stars next week. Oh, really? I yeah, gonna, I can't wait to roast it. I was going to scream and say, I did that, but then I didn't know that. I'm going to roast yeah. it. Well, I think that Kinsey and I can carry it. It'll be a two-man <laughs> show next week, guys. What I'm excited to hear is just Mariah's roast, because honestly, even if she doesn't like it, there are things to roast about that show, yeah. even though I love the show. Listen, I just think that we've been bashing the furries too much. I wanted to bring some representation to yeah, the table. Yeah, show point. some appreciation for the culture, you know what I mean? Because uh, we are closet furries in here, <laughs> and also, like, furry adjacent. You know, it's just we, been. We just lost ten subscribers, guys. Oh so shit! Uh, <laughs> you guys could stick around for me. <laughs> kind of like when you're in denial about being gay. You know, yeah. yeah. You've been told all your life, you gotta be straight, you gotta have a husband and wife. And you know what? That's what it's been like for me. It's a furry Mariah's community. like, please, if if you're not a furry, hang in there for me at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys enjoy skate as much as I do because I was really nervous when I showed it to you guys. Yeah, yeah, it, it we was, weren't even so. really friends. Not really. <laughs> Like uh, it was quite friends. a bop. It was like a year in because we oh, watched wait, it what? after we got our COVID shots together. Yeah, it was after her busted leg. She was sad that she couldn't skate. Yeah, I remember uh, I was like, I was like, I'm sad that I found this anime because I can't skateboard right now. And I was like, Kinsey, do you want to borrow my skateboard? Here you go. Okay, yeah. I guess we were friends. Yeah. Just kidding, guys. I have no sense of time. It's okay. I do. We'll talk to you guys next week. We break down B stars. B B B B B stars. <laughs> 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 <laughs>